Well, hello, Remnant Warriors. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado Show on this 3rd of February, 2021. And I just appreciate you coming here every day. And uh, we get to hang out and spend this time together, talk about all the different things that are going on in our world, and then hopefully give you some hope at the end that I think we all need right now, especially when we look at these headlines talking to a lot of believers that have been kind of down. And so I just want to encourage you, don't let that spirit of oppression or depression come on you. We need to shake it off and just continue to stand up and remember who we are in Jesus Christ. We have the victory. He raised from the dead. Can you imagine he did that? Jesus Christ, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is right now, right as we speak, on the throne of glory and the cherubim are around him saying, holy, holy is the Lamb of God who sits upon the throne. That's what we need to remember as we look at these crazy headlines. So yesterday we did a broadcast where we uh, had a couple of different people being interviewed. Thank you for your feedback. I know many of you said you enjoyed it and that you wanted to hear the most updated information uh, coming from Mike Lindell and Mary Fanning and uh, you know, Javon Pulfser and others. And so uh, we were able to get some of that information to just let you know there is still a contingent, a group of people. Uh, they are definitely remnant of the remnant people that are willing to continue to fight for election integrity and what happened in the 2020 election, which we all know was a steal. It was, uh, it's unbelievable to me. I'd still, every day I wake up and I just say, how could this have happened? I don't understand how the military and uh, people in our government, the system of checks and balances that were put into place by the founders uh, in our government that, that people all around the world are watching America and seeing how we've handled this whole election. People are just wondering, how could this be? How could it be? And I don't think it's a, a final situation yet. I still believe that what's been done in darkness is going to be brought to the light. And I just wish more believers would be praying that way because I do see a lot of people, as you probably do, that have accepted this. Are you seeing that? A lot of people, they've already moved on. They're already accepting. Biden is president. We're going into this new period. This is the 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 mainstream view right now. I mean, in fact, it's very few people. I mean, there's there, like I said, there's a remnant of the remnant that are still praying that the court, you know, appealing to the courts of heaven asking God to move on our behalf and to let what has been done in darkness be exposed. And I'm thankful that there's people like Mike Lindell. By the way, did you see Newsmax and that that horrific interview that they did with Mike Lindell where they were cutting him off? Oh my goodness, I, I, I have to tell you, I had to really hold myself back on that one. Mike Lindell is such a kind man. He's a man of God, a man of integrity. And when I saw them treating him, that host on there, I know he's like a former Fox guy. I don't even know the guy's name. That's that's how much I care about that guy. But whoever that man is, he needs to go. Newsmax needs to get rid of that guy. By the way, I saw that Newsmax had donated in the past to the Clinton Foundation. I guess the guy's name's Chris Ruddy, I think, the CEO of Newsmax. I'm not sure. But anyway, he, he donated to the Clinton Foundation. And uh, gosh, that was back in 20, I think, 15... I don't understand why anybody would would be donating to the Clinton Foundation when we all know just how corrupt that foundation is. It's been used as a pay-to-play foundation from just about everybody that you can think of that's involved in corruption around the world. Uh, Hillary Clinton used her private server as a Dropbox. Don't even get me started. We've covered the Clintons pretty extensively over the years, but there's so much there there including all the people that disappeared around them. 
Uh, people call it Arkansas. It's unbelievable to me that 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 somebody who's supposed to be a truth seeker, a, a network where many people abandoned Fox because of what they did during the election with Arizona and the way that they, you know, were pretty blatant. Uh, you know, I call them controlled opposition in the way that they really were working to get President Trump out of office. Let's just be honest, right? I think it was one of the Murdoch sons' wives that was apparently tweeting, "We did it! We got him out." So that, you know, a lot of people heard about that stuff and they stopped watching Fox. I still have my friends on Fox like Sean Hannity and, you know, Tucker. You know, he's kind of earned my respect back, even though I was a little bit upset with him during the election because I didn't think that Tucker really fought for election integrity this time around either. I would have loved to see him exposing more about the Dominion machines and about Smartmatic and Hammer and Scorecard and all the different things that we have come to now understand to be true. Um, and yet very minimal mainstream coverage. Now, Newsmax, on the other hand, many people went over to Newsmax from Fox and they got a major rating surge. And, you know, I was fine with that. I mean, I thought, okay, Newsmax seems like they're pretty reputable. They got these guys like uh, Stitchfield and Sean Spicer, you know, the former press secretary for President Trump. So, you know, I've, I've, I've enjoyed Newsmax and I was disappointed to see uh, the way that they treated Mike Lindell. Now, I know he's been on again since, and people have been sending me the link and, and showing me, hey, Pastor Todd, look, he's been on again. And I get it. Mike Lindell is such a gracious man. And hey, look, it's going to be up to us. I mean, we have the choice on who we listen to. We have the choice. It's apparent. Look at Bed Bath & Beyond. Their stock is plummeting. Others that have taken out Mike Lindell's MyPillow, you know, since they are trying to punish him for speaking, standing up for election integrity. I mean, it's just so ridiculous that we have to watch this when there's at least 74 million, probably over 80 million people that are Trump supporters that think President Trump is still our rightful president, which he is. And unfortunately, they alienate us. They tell us we're terrorists. You know, we're, we're homegrown domestic extremists. And uh, that's so ridiculous, especially when you're talking about Christian pastors and people that love the Lord that don't even have a violent bone in their body. Like, what are you talking about? We don't want to hurt our country. We are not for violence. And now we have to say this every time because unfortunately they try to they try to say that we're inciting violence. And you got Newsmax on. They're reading this statement during that clip, that initial clip with Mike Lindell. This guy comes and he starts reading this like pre-programmed, pre-canned statement. So ridiculous. Uh, about how they 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 have accepted the the rightful results or you know the legal results according to Congress's you know approved Biden as president and so that's just we're all just supposed to just turn our heads and pretend like nothing happened we're all supposed to go back into our little controlled globalist cabal you know pretend like back when it was the Bush administration many of us didn't know all the different things that were going on in the world. And then we we became truth seekers. We, we started learning all about this corrupt globalist cabal and all their evil intentions, including starting wars and you know invading foreign nations and overthrowing governments and just the extent of it. And it's been, President Trump is just, you know, his presidency has awakened so many. And now they want us to just all go back into, you know, this little matrix that they've made for us and pretend like nothing happened. They're going after people that that even, oh my gosh, you believed a conspiracy theory. You believed, you know, it's so crazy. Like I saw this clip where this guy, I guess he's like an ex-QAnon person, which I think the whole thing was staged. It's a CNN interview. The guy is a very strange guy. And he mentioned something about how he thought that aliens were behind QAnon or something, which that's not the narrative at all. So I don't know, you know, he he was making, they, that's what they always do when they try to come against, you know, anybody for listening to anything from Q. 
they always try to put in some crazy conspiracy just to make it sound, you know, this person believed aliens from this world came and they, they were the ones telling QAnon. I mean, it's such garbage. And yet this is what some people eat this up, especially people on the left, because they think, aha, look at those people. They were so stupid. And you see all these people attacking conservatives and Christians. Well, they don't even know the, the, the real, you know, the real situation at all. They just always have to put in an element of fakery in order to make it seem so outlandish. And by the way, like I always say, I, I never reported, you can go back, I never reported on my show anything that Q said, but I will tell you, I read a lot of the things that people were putting out and I read some of the posts and everything like that. And, and most of the stuff was stuff that I already knew. It was true stuff. And we've covered that extensively. So, you know, they're just, they always want to make us look like we're crazy. And that's what we have to be careful not to get ensnared in this stuff. And that's why I say, you know, ask the Lord, inquire of the Lord, ask the Lord for wisdom and discernment, because we have a minefield, saints of God, to navigate through right now. And some people have allowed the left and those, I mean, when I say the left, I'm not even referring to your typical Democrat, like back in the day when I was a kid Democrat. I'm talking about people that have bought into a leftist theology, which is like Marxism, and they're now canceling and, and coming after dissidents and people that don't agree with their pretty out there philosophies. I mean, talk about conspiracy theories. These people say there's like 36 genders or some, something like that. I mean, talk about conspiracy theories. They believe that the world came from Big Bang out of nowhere. And yet we're, you know, we're all just supposed to accept that. And we all came from monkeys and apes and, you know, evolution. And that's what's taught now in the schools and, you know, forget about intelligent design, all these things that they push on us. You know, we're supposed to call somebody that was born, you know, genetically a man, uh, you know, call him her now. And, and it's just all these different things that they're pushing. And if not, they'll cancel you and they'll say that you're a hater. You're full of hate. When honestly, I'm not full of hate. I love people. I love everybody. And if you know me and, and you take the time to get to know who I am, and I bet you it's similar or if not the same with you, if you love the Lord, you know, we all have our struggles. We all have our challenges. But, you know, honestly, we want to love people. We're, we're like the nicest people. That's why people take advantage of us. That's why we allow a lot of this stuff to happen to us because we're so nice that we're too nice. And and we and so they know we're a target. And, and unfortunately, there's a lot of capitulation going on across the board. And even with the election integrity, that's what's happened is most conservatives, many conservatives are God-fearing people. And we are nice, nice people. I mean, we love the Lord. We're nice people. And so, you know, we don't want to get into these crazy drop-down arguments where we're, you know, having to... So what happens? They end up taking advantage of our niceness and they they have no moral compass. The, the, the real radicals, they have no moral compass. I mean, some of these people are literally praying to Satan. I mean, it says right in the rules for radicals, dedicated to Lucifer. It can't get more blatant than that, but, but that's all conspiracy. So anyway, CNN has this ex-QAnon person, supposedly. He's talking to Anderson Cooper. I don't know if you saw that. And, you know, it's just, to me, I think it's all fakery. I think it's all staged so that they can prove their point. That You know, they have their president who supposedly won by the, the biggest margin in the history of our country, the biggest you know amount of votes, even more than Barack Obama. Everybody was just so angry at Trump for everything that he did, that they all just came out in droves. That, that's their story. Now, we know that that's not true. Why do we know that? Because we have discernment. And because all, all you have to do is look at the evidence. All you have to do is look at the algorithms and the numbers and the statistics and the probability factor and the machines that flip the votes and all the different anomalies and all the different things that are very, very uh, questionable. And then you wonder, why is there no transparency? And why are people just allowing this to happen? 
And, and that is a great question. And so that's why we still talk about it because it's only been a couple of weeks since Biden has been inaugurated and he's still got the, the National Guard down there protecting him. Or at least that's the, the story. Again, that's the narrative. If he's even in D.C. And, and we're, we're all just supposed to move on now. That's what they're using this time as is, 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 is everybody just move on. And if there's anybody questioning, we're going to identify those people and call them crazies and, and call them out. And that's, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to scare people. You know, the, the Trump supporters that were meeting at the state capitol, you can't meet at the state capitol anymore because if you meet at the state capitol, they might call you a terrorist or they might set you up with a false flag. I mean, it's unbelievable, the stuff that's going on. And that's why, you know, so, so just in, uh, COVID-19 infections are down 44% in the U.S. and 30% globally in the last three weeks. <laughs> it's almost comical. Well, what happened in the last three weeks? Hmm. Oh, yeah, Biden became the president. Yeah, that's right. So now it's on, you know, and so he's going to implement all his draconian regulations and, and, and all the things that are taking away jobs and U.S. energy independence. But what they'll do is they'll open up the economy. So Trump set everything up so well that it's going to make them look okay for a while as they're destroying our economy and jobs and manufacturing and going into all their, you know, Paris Climate Accords and you know, back to their stupid trade agreements that are all messed up and favor these other countries like China. These are the things that they want to do because they're back to their 16-year plan to destroy America. They're back. They just went right back to where they. It's like Obama never left. It's Obama's second term. He's he's running things with a little earpiece in his basement right now. And that you know, because Biden definitely has an earpiece. You guys know that, right? I mean, he's got an earpiece because sometimes he'll say the word that they're saying to him in the earpiece. Sometimes he'll say salute and and they're like no biden that was for you to salute that didn't mean for you to say salute <laughs> but he's got he's got handlers that's why people just call him a puppet he is this, this it's just some bizarre stuff now yale university they're saying now they're, they're going to put their policy back so uh, once again it's going to it's going to go against uh, asians and anybody who's anglo-saxon uh it's going to go you know white white individuals they're going to be at the at the at the bottom of the list, so it's going to be harder for them to get into Yale. So because Yale and many other schools are doing this, by the way, and jobs are. Uh, do you know that there was this company I know they hired? Uh, I mean, excuse me, they fired, they let go forty seven percent of their workforce. Now, why did they do this? These people have been working with the company for years. Why did they let go forty seven percent of the workforce? Well, they did it because they were white, and so they had to be more diverse. So these people. You know, middle-aged white guy that probably was getting ready to retire in a couple of years, been there for years. All of a sudden, he gets a pick slip. You know, you, you're, you're fired. You're, 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 why am I fired? What happened? Well, you're fired because you're white. <laughs> no one cares about that, though. That's okay. That's okay. So there's a lot of hypocrisy. There's a lot of things going on. Bezos, Jeff Bezos, the, the CEO of Amazon, has stepped down. Now, many people say, well, he's still going to be, you know, on uh, the chairman of this committee or whatnot and, you know, different things. And so th there's different reports about it. But I think it's interesting because there is a, a large list of CEOs that have stepped down in the last year or so. Very, very long list. Very unprecedented. And it's just like what we're seeing around the world. Just a lot of strange stuff, like with Miramar. What happened there where the military has now taken over because of election fraud? It, it's almost like a mirror situation to what should be happening in the United States of America. They, they experienced election for, fraud. And by the way, I put up a post which I thought was interesting. Smartmatic was commenting on the 2017 elections in Miramar, or I guess leading up to the elections. 
And so it's the same players, folks. It's the same players. And they they got a tip from somewhere. Now, I remember uh, former Secretary Pompeo said that he had been monitoring, they had been monitoring the elections in Miramar. So if they can monitor the elections in Miramar, why can't they monitor the elections in the United States? Were they monitored? Of course they were monitored. We've heard this over and over again from General McNamara, from others. Yes, they have the packets of the back and forth. Mary Fanning talks about this. You heard about this yesterday. Mike Lindell, they're putting together this documentary. I believe it comes out on Friday, this Friday, which, of course, the minute it's out, we'll put it out there. So this is all interesting stuff. Why? What's going on in Miramar? Is it setting a precedent where people around the world are watching? Now, of course, the Biden administration, or I, I always say the Biden quote administration, because to me, it's a, a fakery administration. It's it's it, it's funny to even watch Jen Psaki. Have you seen her try to give a press uh, briefing compared to uh, the, the Trump administration and, and my friend Kaylee? Can you see the difference, folks? She always has to circle back on everything. She's totally in over her head. And and it's like this with every different person in this administration. It's just unbelievable, if it's a real administration, that is, which we all say it's it's fraud. But regardless, you know, here they are in in power, at least uh, appearingly, seemingly, and and we're watching, uh, you know, so Biden's condemning. He's going to condemn. The U.N. is condemning what's happening in Miramar. And, and they're actually having a meeting about it. So they're, they're going to discuss what happened because the people, and so now they're putting together like a Soros pro- protest in Miramar. Do you know that? So they're going to have, the people are going to be protesting the military takeover. Well, is it really the people or is it a group just like he does here where he pays groups to, to make the appearance of optics? Because the people, I think, are probably happy knowing that, you know, when you go to talk to your neighbor, well, did you vote for this person? Did you vote for that person? And everybody's like, it's like the same thing here. Everybody knows. I mean, how many of you saw the Trump rallies? How many of you went to a Trump event or saw a boat parade or saw a, a caravan or saw the enthusiasm? Like nothing we've ever seen in our lifetime. And I was around in the Reagan era. But we're supposed to believe that Joe Biden, the guy that was in his basement, won. And not only won, but won in, in incredible numbers. And yet we see the anomalies. We see the mathematicians coming out and saying it's just not even possible. The statistics and the you know abnormalities and the, you know we need to fight for voter integrity. That's what they're saying. And these are professionals. And yet no one wants to listen to them. They just gaslight them. They don't want to hear anything that they have to say, just like they did with Mike Lindell. And it can be frustrating. It can be really frustrating. And so Biden has done, what, 30-plus executive orders in his first couple of weeks here far more than President Trump. And there was actually a clip where Biden was saying that, you know, I'm not, you know, presidents, U.S. presidents aren't dictators. So, you know, they can't just rule by executive order. He, he's broken almost every promise in two weeks. I mean, it's really unbelievable he, how many promises this man has broke in this short period of time. I mean, talk about promises made, promises kept. President Trump kept the promises, you know, came through on everything he promised. At least he attempted it. We all saw him trying his best. Sometimes even the Republican Congress didn't help him out at all. Remember when the Republicans had all three houses? It would be amazing if the Republicans would learn, you know, how to rule like the Democrats. That's one thing you got to give them credit. They push things through and they get it done. They'll just make a new rule. Forget about it with the Republicans. You got Mitch McConnell, whose wife is tied to China. You got all these people. By the way, we put out a broadcast I want to talk about this really exciting news, the Remnant Podcast Network. So I've been talking to you guys about this, and it's up right now, the Remnant Podcast Network. You can go to uh, www.remnantpodcastnetwork.com, www.remnantpodcastnetwork.com, and you will see uh, the initial stages of the Remnant Podcast Network, where this podcast will live. 
So you can go there every day and listen to the podcast. And that's exciting. And so we're going to get around the censorship. And you, you've you helped me with this. You've helped me get this up so quick. And we still have a lot of work to do. We're, we're continuing to build our servers and our capacity so what we can house everything on our own internal servers so they can't take me down. And uh, that's going to take still several thousand more dollars to do. But at least we got the site up right now. But I th- I'm just really appreciative for those that have helped. There's been a, a remnant of this group that have, have helped us. And so you, you are amazing. Thank you. You really blessed us and you're continuing to bless us because when you support us, we can get this newscast. People are saying, who do I trust? And they're, they're wanting Remnant News to do a, you know more programming and more content and more articles. And listen, that's what we want to do. I mean, this is the body of Christ. We're meant to be the head, not the tail. We're meant to get the truth out there and we're willing to report on the truth. We're, we're willing to do this, but we need support to do it. And we're building this infrastructure and it's taken many years to get to where we are today, but you are a blessing and I'm thankful that you've helped us in this. And so please continue to do so. Uh, there's different ways that you can help us. You can go to Todd Coconato, my name, C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O is the last name, Todd, C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com slash give. And that helps us fund the operation. With COVID-19, I just want to circle back on that because, you know, we talked about the HCQ 10 months ago. We came out and talked about hydroxychloroquine. By the way, folks, I had people in my family that took hydroxychloroquine and got better. Okay, so we know it works. It doesn't work in every instance. You know, you have to catch it in the early stages and, you know, different things. But the bottom line is it does work. And the mainstream media said that it caused heart attacks and they, they were once again gaslighting that. It took 10 months for that information to come out. And now, all of a sudden, with the Biden administration, they're talking about hydroxychloroquine. They're talking about the things that we have been saying for 10 months, 44% down now, I guess, in in the U.S. and 30% globally. Well, of course, because they're getting ready to open back up. So these are things that we've been shouting from the rooftops. So I want you to remember this because look at it from a precedent standpoint. If you're thinking about this, we've been saying this for 10 months. So now think about the election. We're only in week two of this fake fraudulent administration, the Biden administration, right? That got in through fraud. And we're once again, screaming from the rooftop saying, look, we have this information. We have that information. There's many, many people that are, that are working on this right now. There's all these different, you know, from, from different angles that we're going to be able to report this, this documentary is coming out. Thanks to Mike Lindell, who's been under heavy scrutiny, heavy attack warfare. Can you imagine the warfare that man is under right now? Lynn Wood, people that are truth tellers, Sidney Powell, General Flynn, these people have been under extensive attack, extensive attack, and anyone like myself. And the reason is, is because we're willing to stand. We're willing to speak the truth, but there's a high cost, and I speak about it every day because I still don't think a lot of people understand. There's, there's so many different levels. My friend had to hire security. We have to also make sure that we're secure here. We've had security issues. So it all costs money and that's what we got to do, but that's what it costs. So people ask, what can we do? These are things that we can do as we fight back. But as I said, 10 months ago, we were talking about COVID and now think about it. We're talking about the election. So what's what, 10 months from now, imagine what we've been saying now when that comes out and it's probably going to happen sooner, but we can't lose hope and we can't lose focus just because the mainstream, just because the world tells us that we got to stop, just because the world tells us we got to give in, just because the world tells us we got to give up. Well, they've been telling me that for years. And so I want to encourage you, you don't have to give up. You don't have to quit. If you have a feeling inside of you and you know that you're standing for justice and righteousness and for the word of God and for truth, then just stand. And, and that's all you need to do. When there's nothing left to do, Stand. That's what you got to do. We have to stand as the church. 
I, I put up an article months ago, and I still stand by this article, is, is that if we, as the church, we have the authority over COVID-19. Yes, because the Bible says what's bound on earth is bound in heaven. What's loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. We have authority as the church to stop COVID-19 and the nightmare. It's a demonic attack. It's always been. It wants to muzzle us. It wants to silence us. It wants to be used to separate us. I mean, talk about separating people out there from their families. What's COVID done? I mean, people have been isolated. You know, people have been separated from their loved ones. People have died with no one in, in, in their company because of all the uh, draconian restrictions. Relatives have passed away without even having family around them. People go to the hospital and have a baby. They can't even have their husband with them sometimes. This is the life that we've been living. This is communism, folks. This is what this has been. It's been a little taste of communism. And we, we, we accepted it under the geist, under the pretense of a pandemic. And now we're learning just how quickly within a matter of what, two weeks, that all of a sudden it could be down 44% in two weeks. How is that possible? Well, I'll tell you how it's possible because they had a plan, just like we've been saying. They always had a plan. They were going to use massive mail-in ballots to change the U.S. election. People say, well, how, why would they do that for the whole world? If somebody doesn't understand why the U.S. election is important for the whole world, then they're really uneducated on, on, on geopolitics. Because I'll tell you, I've been in many different countries and not not saying that everybody is just 100% focused on the, the states. That's not the case. But because the U.S. has been the superpower and has the global reserve currency, what happens in the U.S. does matter, folks. And if what kind of regime? Now we have a regime in there, okay? Now, whether they're going to stay or what's going to happen, we're still speaking life and that God is going to you know expose the fraud and expose the lies. But regardless, we have a, 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 a regime that's in power right now that is friendly to communist China, our biggest adversary. They are putting us in danger slowly. We're like a frog that's boiling in hot water right now. China, in the meantime, is slowly putting together their one belt, one road system. They're expanding their military might. They're, they're flexing their military muscle. They're building another carrier group. They continue to make massive, massive amounts of money for their GDP uh, with all these different. I mean, they had a great year in the pandemic, China. I hear some people saying that China's economy is about to collapse. I don't know where they're getting that. China had, uh, you know, a, a record year. It ended up benefiting them tremendously because guess what? Countries still had to buy all this stuff from China. And by the way, China's had a healthy GDP for years now where we get excited at like two and a half percent or three percent. They've had like eight percent GDP. And the growth has been extensive and they're going to surpass the U.S. economy at the current rate in a couple of years here. And, and imagine that when they surpass the U.S. G, you know, economy. That's where we're headed and that's what they want. They want global dominance and the globalists and the New World Order folks want to see China because they don't have the constitution. They want, they are already ready. They would love to see China ruling right now. These people have no allegiance to the United States and there's people in our government like Elhan Omar and others. They have no allegiance to the United States. They literally hate our country. And so that's why we can't, we are raising up a remnant army. We are remnant warriors for a reason. What does that mean? That means we're willing to stand. I keep saying that. But that this is going to mean we're going to have to take the arrows, folks. We're gonna, when family members attack us and make fun of us, we're going to have to learn to have thicker skin. That comes with the territory. Jesus was picked on by everybody. Now, did he, was he weak? No, he wasn't weak. But what I'm saying is people were attacking Jesus. I probably, that's probably not the right word, picked on. 
but they were attacking him. They were attacking his credibility. They were coming after him and, and, and calling him all kinds of names and different things. And eventually it led to them putting him on a cross. So yeah, that's probably worse than being picked on from a bully, being put on a cross, if you think about it. That's what Jesus had to endure. And you know what? If he was in the flesh, fully God and fully man in 2021, I guarantee we would have done the same thing. Because look what they're doing to his followers now. They're calling us crazy. They're calling us all these types of threats. And what's evil is called good. What's good is called evil. If you stand for the word of God in 2021, you're called a hater. We're going to have to start learning how to have thick skin. But we also know how, need to know how to fight back. We're going to do that by being wise, by being prayed up, by being grounded in the, the foundation, the true solid rock of Jesus Christ and his word, to know the word, to know him, and to make him known. And yes, we do it in love. And yes, we show people uh, all the different things that comes along with being a follower of Christ, including being able to heal the sick. And that's why I'm saying there's authority in the body of Christ. There's authority to lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed. There's authority in the name of Jesus to cast out a virus and say, Lord, take this plague from our nation. There's a there's a, an authority if we start learning how to repent from our unrighteousness and turning from our wickedness and asking the Lord to heal our land. There's an authority from the saints of God to make an appeal to heaven and say, Lord, there's been an injustice that's taken place in the United States of America, and we're not just going to capitulate and move on, but we're looking back and saying something happened here that needs to come, come to light. Lazarus, come forth. You know, Dorcas, come, you know, come back to life. I mean, this is what we need to understand, folks, is that we, we, we can't move forward. I know many are ready. Look, we can always move forward because God's a forward-moving God. But what I'm saying is, is that we have to be praying that what was done in darkness is brought to light. I believe if there's unity in our prayers and we do petition heaven, we do petition the Lord to move on our behalf, that we can see something powerful happen here. And it's going to be mind-blowing how amazing it is and how powerful it is. I believe it will cause a great revival in this nation and even be and permeate around the world. But the, but the truth is, is that we can't give in and give up so easily. And that's what we did in COVID-19. How many churches just closed and then remained closed and never opened up again? Why? When the body the body of Christ is meant to meet, the, the Bible says, do not forsake the assembly together of the brethren. Well, the Bible also says, lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed. And so we, we should have been laying hands on the sick this entire time. We could have been operating in a full-blown revival right now if we just believe what the Word of God says. So it's time for us to believe what the Word of God says. And I think that's what we're going to do. That's why the remnant is here. That's why you're listening. It's not a mistake that we've come together because it's resonating in your spirit and you know that it's the truth. So we're going to continue to stand. If we're the only one, this group, then so be it. Because God responds to the prayers of the righteous and we're believing that this nation is going to be turned around for his glory, that God is not done with the United States of America, that it's not time for us to go right into full-blown communism and persecution, but instead we're going to see God move in a very special way. And it could take a month, it could take five months, it could take a year. It just took 10 months for them to say that hydroxychloroquine actually works after they took us down, after they censored and silenced the frontline doctors. And some people even had to deal with their licenses being revoked. Look what Lynn Wood's dealing with, with his law licenses. I mean, it's just unbelievable. But we shall stand because in the end, we win. And God's favor and anointing is upon us. And he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. And so we talk about the news because, well, this is the remnant news. 
But we also talk about hope every single day because I don't ever want you to give up or feel like you don't have power or authority in Jesus Christ because you do. And that's who we are. And I've seen way too many miracle signs and wonders happen in my life to believe that God is done with doing miracles. I'm sorry he's not done. In fact, I think he's just begun. So listen, our time is up for today. But thank you so much for listening to the broadcast. I appreciate you guys. You are amazing people. Thank you so much for spending this time every day. We're going to be back tomorrow with the Remnant News and also some encouragement. And of course, anything that breaks in the meantime will be on rmntnews.com or on my website, toddcoconado.com. I appreciate all those that are helping us put together this infrastructure where we can't be censored and just helping us in the ministry in general. It really goes a long way. We appreciate you. Thank you and God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow.